0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to hour number two
1: of Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, your host today, coming at you from the downtown Fargo studios between the cathedral and the railroad tracks. like to thank Therese for producing. Always doing a great job. Whoop, whoop, raise the roof. Do you remember Raise the Roof, Therese? You probably don't. You might not even remember that, Father Miller. Okay, I'm dating myself again, but anyway, it means like way to go. You guys are doing awesome. Okay, that's, that's what it means, so I appreciate that. I'd like to thank Brian Wilburn on the last half hour, with the NDSU Development Director, talking about some big things happening there at NDSU, and of course, the upcoming bike race. But now, in studio, we have Father Jason Miller, the Secretary to Bishop Folda here in the Diocese of Fargo. Welcome, Father.
2: Thank you, Tim. Good to be with
1: you. Hey, good to be with you too. You know, last time we were on it for our listeners who don't know, Father Miller is a wonderful basketball player. I still remember when you were a seminarian. I remember going to Shanley and watching, I'm you know, like, let's face it, man, you ate him up. It's like, man, this guy's got the moves. He's got it all. Tell us do you play basketball from a young age or? Yes. Okay.
2: Yep. Yeah, very young age. Started started very early. Kind of come from an athletic family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of a lot of people to Play ball with and whatnot. So, were
1: you one of the younger ones, by now? In other words, did you have older brothers and sisters that you kind of, you kind of had to play up to, or?
2: I had three older sisters, but um, I had
1: cousins close by. Okay, that sure. We played a lot of a lot of sports awesome. together. That's great. That's great. And just like what takes a lot of hard effort and work and determination and sacrifice to become a great sports person. It also takes that same desire, and by the grace of God, to become great in holiness, which is much more important to be a great saint. Mm -hmm. And the church offers us, especially this week, right, this Holy Week, um, the most sacred of all weeks in the church calendar. Tell us, first of all, tell us, explain to us about Holy Week, Father.
2: Yeah, very good. Well, um, the tradition of Holy Week goes, uh, I mean, all the way back, obviously, to the first Holy Week of of Jesus and what he endured is the, um, the pinnacle of the mysteries of our salvation, his, his passion, his death and his resurrection. And, um, and so we just continue to celebrate those things, uh, year by year through in the church's life all the way to today. So every week of the year, you know, you go through the cycle of, you know, a Friday with a little penance, remembering the, the, the blood of Christ that was shed for us, you know, um, Traditionally, it would be the case of giving up meat on a Friday. Jesus gave up his flesh for me, so I will give up eating flesh for him. Um, and then Sunday, the day of the resurrection, um, every week we do that. But this week is a, is a more intense focus on the, um, the passion, the death of the resurrection of our Lord. Um, so we go through the, the cycle, the, the rhythm of a week, and then we go through the rhythm of a year. And it it all it's it's all kind of bringing back to our minds the reality of what our Lord has done for us and how that changes our lives
1: and the grace that's available to us through the sacred liturgy. So true, talking with Father Jason Miller. You know, I was I was just uh, I have a four year old boy, as you know, my wife and I do, and we were sitting there and we have this little Holy Week packet and I was sitting with him and and I was going through some of the readings and and I you know it just hit me again. I mean, you know. So much of the Bible, I mean, the Gospels, almost a third, a fourth to a third, are really about this holy week, right? I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. Matthew 21 starts Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, and there's 28 chapters. So a full eight chapters out of 28. So I guess my whole point is maybe I would reach out to our listeners and say one of the ways to enter into this too is really take the scriptures up and read about this week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And we start with Palm Sunday, you know reading the passion. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, So maybe, maybe each day, you know, take, take one of the passion narratives and, and pray through it. Um, that's, that's a beautiful way to just see how the different lenses that each of the gospel writers used to uh, present this, uh, this story, what Jesus went through, what he endured. And there's a lot of, a lot of really good, um, you, you, you tap into the mystery of what's in the human heart. You know, you compare someone like Mary... Uh, of of bethany who anoints jesus with this abundant oil to prepare him for his burial and then judas you know side by side that same gospel judas who said could not this money be used for the poor or something like that not because he cared for the poor but because he was selfish and greedy um and we see ourselves in both of those places you know those in both of those uh, persons you know Lord, may I be more like Mary than than Judas. You know, would I betray you for thirty pieces of paltry silver, mm-hmm. or would I do I abundantly give of of myself to you, um, even though it might seem wasteful mm-hmm. to the world.
1: Mm-hmm talking with Father Jason Miller here, a secretary to Bishop Folda here in the Diocese of Fargo, an all-around good guy. I still remember you and me and my nephew playing some hoops, <laughs> playing some basketball. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll get off the basketball stuff. But one image you you sent me there, what you just said, I'd never thought it up in that way before, Father. The Mary of Bethany, the anointing with Judas. I mean, I know the story, but mm-hmm. you just really brought it into crystal clear focus. That huge contrast between Mary's heart, that heart of giving, loving, giving everything for Christ and then Judas being selfish. You know, that that, that's a great image that's going to stick with me. I appreciate that. And there's so many of those images that, that come along you know, mm-hmm. with what we do. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to talk next about a word that a lot of, scares a lot of people. It, it looks a little funny. It looks a little, it's got two U's. There's this, this triduum. I mean, what is it, Father? Is it the same as Holy Week or is, as part of, what is it? And can you explain it to us, please?
2: Very good question. So, the triduum, uh, like so many things, it comes from a Latin word. And actually, two Latin words that are kind of squished together. Mm-hmm. Triduum. tree. Their tray, uh, DM. So three days. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the it's the celebration of the liturgy over three days: uh, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. So the triduum starts with the Mass of the Lord's Supper Thursday in the evening, goes through Good Friday, and concludes with the Easter Vigil. So it's really one big liturgy um, because what happens on Holy Thursday, where Jesus institutes the Eucharist, he gives us the ritual of the the sacrifice of the Mass. gives us the ritual, but he wouldn't accomplish the reality of it until Good Friday, because the Mass is the sacrifice of Jesus on Calvary. Um, So Jesus gives the ritual first, and then he accomplishes the reality, and then the resurrection um, kind of brings it all all together and gives it its power um, uh, and and raises all that that mystery up into a, a new meaning, you know, Jesus conquers and defeats death. Um, for our salvation, so those three liturgies really go together, and that's um, that's really the, the ideal behind that triduum.
1: You know, I you know I love alliteration, Father, and I don't know if you even recognize this or realize it not, but you just gave me great three R's. I'm going to use it to explain to my son the triduum ritual, reality. Resurrection, mm. see three R's, and, and and that's I mean that's a great way. You just explained it so well to me that that is so awesome. I, I really appreciate that, and and the, the idea that it's one, mm-hmm. you know, one liter- you know, and and you, when you think about that, Christ, you know, one, uh, one sacrifice like that, and of course we get to enter into it now in the Mass, you know, mm-hmm. which, which is wonderful. Also. Um, I do have another question about the Triduum in a minute, but let's talk about uh, what happened on Tuesday, which is yesterday. Was the Chrism Mass? Now, sometimes that's celebrated, of course, on Holy Thursday, but because of the distance in our diocese, mm-hmm. we do it on Tuesday. Let's talk a little bit about the Chrism Mass and what that is. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, Chrism Mass, uh, Bishop. Basically, I guess the, the special thing about the Chrism Mass is he blesses all the oils that are used for the sacraments at that Mass. So. Um, we present the oils to him. He blesses the oil of the sick, the uh, oil of catechumens, and the sacred chrism. Um, and then the priests take those oils back with them to their parishes. It's kind of this beautiful symbol of the, um, the hierarchical structure of the church and how that, that grace flows through the, the ministry of the bishop, through the priests that are his co-workers, and, um, and how that, that grace then filters out into, into the world.
1: So true, you know, and of course it's it's a great opportunity. I wasn't able to do it this year, but uh, deacon candidates, for instance, we were all invited to come and help. You know, down in the basement after the oils were blessed. Obviously, we have to get the oils into smaller containers mm-hmm. so that, that the priests can take them back to their uh, you know to their, their, their churches. Yes. And uh, w- what a great! Uh, I remember when I was doing it. What a great uh, time of, of fellowship too, as well. You know, and and to really feel. I remember feeling, wow. I feel like a disciple, I feel like an apostle, because here the the, the, the successor of Peter, right, Bishop, has mm-hmm. just blessed these oils, and now we get to, right, distribute them just as, again, not in a priestly way, but we get to help, right, get this ready for the priest to distribute. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's really kind of cool how, even as the priesthood of just the baptized, even though we don't do those those things the priesthood um, um but we have the opportunity to help and assist in that. And, of course, deacon means, you know, servant. So it, it all kind of came together. It's like, wow, what a great thing for a deacon to do, to be able to do that, to assist the bishop in his work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And that is, that is the role. The, the deacon is the bishop's helper. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Father Jason Miller here about Holy Week, about the sacred triduum. And, uh, you know, a couple of things that come to mind um, we talk about uh, Mary being, you know, the, the Mary, Mary and Judas one I think is wonderful. I love Jesus and Peter at the washing of the feet. You know, a, you know, a good mm-hmm. impetuous Peter, right? Uh, maybe just a quick little reflection on that. You're not going to do that. But Jesus says, if you don't, you don't understand now, but you will understand later. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's amazing how he opens that up to Peter. Absolutely.
2: That's, a, that's such a beautiful moment. Um, and so that's, that's also uh, commemorated on, on uh, Holy Thursday. And it's called Maundy Thursday from the mandatum, the command that Jesus gives. If you keep my commandments, um, you you are my disciples. Um, You must do as I have done. So Jesus chooses to wash the disciples' feet. He takes on, literally takes on the role of the servant. That was the servant's job. So, you know, it's fitting. Peter gives a fitting response, which we probably all would give to our Lord and God, who Peter has also confessed to be the Son of God, mm-hmm. and to see Him stoop down, take off our sandals, and wash our feet. Um, a true sign of humility from our Lord that He has not come to be served, but to serve. And then how, how that would be fully accomplished in the next day, and where He uh, lowers Himself even more to be put to death in such a ignoble way before, you know, uh, displayed in his, you know, naked on the cross, total poverty before men. So it's a time of, of just really realizing, recognizing what our Lord has done for us and, and the gift that that is. And do we follow him? You know, Jesus says, if you would be my disciple, you must do what I have done. Um, am I willing, am I willing to take the lowest spot? Am I willing to, to lower myself to be like Jesus as a servant? Or am I always trying to be greater, trying to be, you know, in the in crowd, all those, those different, different things. So these are things that we can be praying about, thinking about during this week, you know, who are
1: we going to imitate
2: in that passion story? Mm,
1: that's so true. Talking about Father Jason Miller, what I've done for you, have been an example, right? And love one another as I have loved you. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, that's just a foretaste. When we come back after the break, we're going to dig a little deeper into these liturgies, find the high point of the triduum and have a great, great forward looking to this sacred event that's coming very soon. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this.
0: Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us here on Real
1: Presence Live. My name is Tim Mosier, your host. We have the privilege of being in the presence of Father Jason Miller. Who is Bishop Folda? Who's the diocese of Fargo? His secretary, and we're talking about Holy Week and specifically now the Sacred Triduum. Father, welcome back! Thanks so much for being with us. You kind of overviewed now that single liturgy, if you will, that's composed of different parts, the Sacred Triduum. And we gave the listeners a little taste before the break the idea of a Holy Thursday washing the feet that they'll recognize that as part of what we do let's dig a little deeper into Holy Thursday and tell us some more things that are important for our listeners to take away from a Holy Thursday liturgy
2: mm-hmm. yeah the holy Thursday uh, the Holy Thursday mass really is um, it takes us back to the to the Last Supper um, so that that evening and there's a couple of really important things other than the, the washing the feet Um the institution of both the priest and the Eucharist, and they're instituted together because they go together. The priest is made for the Eucharist, and the Eucharist is made uh, for the priest. The priest receives his power in order to give people the Eucharist. Um, So Jesus takes bread, breaks it, blesses it, gives it to his disciples, and he says, this is my body. And the same thing with a cup filled with wine, this is my blood. In those, mo- in those words, because God's word always affects what it says, this is my body. When Jesus, as God, says that, it makes it his body. Um, and then he says, do this in memory of me. How could they do this? How could they do what he has just done unless he also gave them the power to do it? So Jesus hands over to his disciples the power to confect the Eucharist um, to say this is my body, this is my blood, in His name. So we have the creation of, we have the creation of those two sacraments, the Eucharist and Holy Orders. Now, the Eucharist um, brings us to Good Friday, of course, in the the sacrifice that Jesus makes on Calvary, and the ritual of the Mass is the representation of the sacrifice of Calvary um and the and the priest is meant to live most perfectly in union with with Christ which means as St Paul says to um to be able to say i have been crucified with Christ it's no longer i who live but Christ who lives within me um because the lord has given us that sacred power to do what he has done our life must imitate him most perfectly um and that's what every priest must strive to do and that's, that's why these these days are really important for us priests to be prayerfully meditating on what the Lord has done and what he has asked us to do. Mm,
1: So true. Talking to Father Jason Miller, one question I have, Father, and I think our listeners will agree. Why is it that we process, the priest processes with the Eucharist out of the church, usually for a time of adoration, at the end of the Mass on Holy Thursday?
2: Yes. So, um, after the Last Supper, Jesus takes his disciples, and they go to the Garden of Gethsemane, and Jesus prays there in agony, and, and he says to Peter, could you not keep watch with me? One hour Peter and the, James and John, who he takes with him, uh, were falling asleep. They could not stay awake. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we process from the, that place of the Last Supper, if you would, into another place that represents to us the Garden, and there Jesus remains in the Eucharist, and we try to keep watch with him throughout that night where the Lord is in agony, you know, um, even just from a human perspective, the, the need to have companions in, in those most trying moments of our life. Think about Jesus in, in his agony, you know, sweating blood. He's so intensely um, uh, aware of what he's going to endure that he begins to sweat blood and how much he would long for our companionship to just be with him to watch with him. And so often we, like the disciples, cannot even stay awake, cannot give the Lord our full attention for, for that hour. So this is a time to renew our love for the Lord, our devotion to him, our, our desire to stay with him uh, through his through his passion, where it's a lot easier to run away, to be distracted, to, to find something else.
1: Yeah, as, as all the disciples eventually did when yeah. Jesus came and betrayed him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to Good Friday, Father. The one day of the year where we don't have a Mass. Why is that?
2: We, uh, we don't have the Mass, and, and uh, you know, I heard this recently throughout history. It's often, frequently, the case where lay, the layman would not even receive communion on Holy, on holy Friday, mm. Friday, Good Friday, because okay. the reverence of the cross... On Good Friday was communion that day you have you, Our goal is to be in communion with the sacrifice of Jesus, that our life would imitate his um, his self gift his his total uh, offering of himself to his Father out of love and devotion. Um, that is our communion, and so you, the ritual of the mass is is suspended on that day. you could say because we 're celebrating what the mass actually is. Mm. And, and that's bringing it to our, to our minds. So the idea is uh, we don't celebrate the Mass that day because this is the day on which the Mass actually took place. Sure.
1: And so the veneration of the cross, then I would guess, emphasizes that focus of the cross and the yes. sacrifice that day. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about Good Friday before we move on to the highlight of Holy Thursday? Saturday? Yeah, good, well, Good Friday, obviously, uh, a day
2: of... A devotionally, it's a day of... Uh, Fast and abstinence. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, in a we we inflict some kind of discomfort upon our bodies uh, to be in union with with Jesus that day. So that's an important thing. And you know, I, I think maybe for our modern world, a more you know an even more um, fitting penance to take on is to step away from the busyness. You know, this these are sacred days. Um, not not so much you know April whatever twenty something. 2022 but this day that commemorates these mysteries they're so important and if our minds are not in tuned to what the the church is giving to us to meditate upon that day we're going to lose it we're going to miss it and so you know our bodily fasting maybe as we remember how hungry we are it brings us back to that memory of uh this is what jesus has done for me on this day and so so it keeps in our mind the the reality of what we're doing
1: yeah, really making that a special... And I remember at home, what we would do is we have a special time. Mom, would set the timer? Okay, this is a time of silence. Mm. And you can pray, mm-hmm. you can do some spiritual reading, but this is a time of silence to reflect. Just that intentional effort, right? Maybe a good thing for families to do is just really have that intentional... Even if it's 10 minutes, mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. it special, make it intentional. Wow, yeah, absolutely. interesting. Let's move on to Holy Saturday now, Father. Tell us about this beautiful liturgy and its significance.
2: Absolutely. So Holy, Holy Saturday, um, Easter Vigil, Easter Vigil. Yes. Holy Saturday is a very quiet day. Um, There there are no sacraments that are celebrated on Holy Saturday until the Easter Vigil, um, except uh, reconciliation and danger of death, um, the uh, the Viaticum. But uh, communion is not taken out as it normally would be on those days. Um, So the reason is, is because Christ is in the tomb. You know they took Jesus down on the cross from the cross and laid him in, in the tomb and so Holy Saturday should be a very quiet day it 's a day of sitting with the Blessed Virgin Mary in hope of the resurrection um, it's it 's a day of, of prayer of waiting of expectation of uh, getting things ready for the lord to to come that 's why often holy, holy Saturday the tradition was that people would bring their food uh, to the church and they would have a big blessing of, of food um, and especially of of eggs and animal products, which through m- many of the centuries of the church's history, they gave up for the whole of Lent all animal products. And so, the Easter egg comes from that tradition. They bless eggs on that day um, because they had not eaten an egg for you know since before Ash Wednesday. So, um, so it is a time of preparation of getting ready for the Lord. Uh, to rise from the dead, to see that the, the bonds of death broken and the, the rays of light shining through the empty tomb. Um, so the Easter Vigil is that commemoration. There's a couple different stages of the Easter Vigil. We begin outside, and the Easter candle is prepared and blessed and then processed into the church. Again, it's a, it's a, a, a recognition that Jesus is the light, and the light has not been extinguished. Um, Death could not overcome the the life that was in in the uh, the body of Jesus through the divine nature, and so the Lord has risen again, um, and this light still shines in our lives. Um, then there's the readings that uh, commemorate for us the the trajectory of church history uh, in the Old Testament, New Testament, um, bringing us to the Gospel that tells us of the the resurrection. So um, the Old Testament readings give us a, a little insight into the, the different typologies that are in the Old Testament, speaking about the, uh, the resurrection, speaking about baptism, which is the application for ourselves of, of Christ's resurrection and our own rising over sin in our lives. Um, you know, so the story of the Red Sea, the story of uh, the prophecy of Ezekiel, water flowing from the side of the temple, like water flowed from the side of Christ um, as a symbol of baptism. So those, those different things. And then obviously the, the celebration of the sacraments of initiation for the candidates and catechumens who have been preparing uh, for reception into the church. So the bishop uh, at the cathedral will baptize and confirm and pastors in their own parishes will, will do the same for those who've been preparing to enter the Catholic church.
1: Wonderful. And if you have never attended Easter Vigil, I would encourage you to talk about the light, that Easter candle. The church is dark. Mm-hmm. The light from that single flame of the Easter candle is then distributed to everyone. That's, that's a powerful yes. imagery of yeah. Christ getting ready to rise from the tomb. I appreciate that. Father, any final thoughts for our listeners with the Sacred Triduum? Just uh, to
2: encourage everyone to uh, really enter into this, this sacred week, this holy week. Uh, the week of weeks, you know, mm. for for us as Catholics, every week is a holy week. But this is this one is especially holy because of what Christ did. And um, you know, our goal is to have His mysteries, the mysteries of His life, imprinted in our own lives, so that the things that we endure and go through, the joys and the sufferings, all can be related to Him and somehow uh, bear bear fruit in eternity, um, because He has risen and He's alive. And so every everything we do can have that that meaning, but but we, we need to be aware of it and, and offer it and, um, and and pray through it. So, um, j- just my encouragement to really have a, a really great and prayerful Holy Week.
1: Well, thank you so much, Father Jason Miller, for bringing us the Triduum, and you've given us some great images and great encouragement. Let's celebrate it. Let's celebrate it. All yes, right. Thanks yes. so much, Father. Thank All you, right. Tim. Coming up next, we'll be speaking with a Deacon, Deacon Pat Breen. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this.